There's a rhyme reason. Be fruitful and multiply. Freezing didn't mean they'd die. It's the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, episode 272. Hey there, Tony here. How you doing? I hope you're doing great. I hope everything's going well in your corner of the world. And you may have heard that at the beginning, be fruitful and multiply. Freezing didn't mean they'd die. And you got to be thinking, well, what's he talking about this time? You know, I like to, you know, I like to rhyme, so I had to make it rhyme. And it'll, I think it'll clear up here as I go along. But I was tell, telling the story, uh, oh, to somebody recently, and I thought, you know, this would be a good thing to actually share on TonyFunderberg.com and on my podcast. So I'm glad you're here. Thanks for listening. And even if you're not a Christian or a Jew, you've probably heard the story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, right? And you might remember how God told them, be fruitful and multiply. But he also said, fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And the point I'm getting to is this. God didn't merely tell Adam and Eve to do those things. He designed them so they could absolutely do those things. And his design is so awesome, it works even when you freeze frame some of the process. Freeze frame some of the process. Are you curious about this? Okay, well, listen on, intrepid one. Okay, let's talk about some frozen fruit. Okay, I mean, we're talking about be fruitful and multiply. So this goes a little bit further into frozen fruit. Well, imagine you're a five-year-old girl. And a doctor tells your parents you have sickle cell anemia. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's not good. But by age 11, you get so sick that your parents move to another country just so you can get a bone transplant from your brother. Now, that's a whole other story right there. Why would they have to go to another country anyway? But anyway, uh, at 13, the doctors decide that you'll need chemotherapy. Chemotherapy, that's easy for me to say, right? And they know kids um, endure this treatment much better than adults, but they also know that uh, this five-year-old girl that you're imagining yourself as shows signs of puberty. And so they know chemo has a high risk of damaging the ovaries. Okay, well, now imagine doctors and or the parents who have so much foresight, and I don't know which one it was, the doctors or the parents, but they have so much foresight that they remove part of your right ovary and they freeze it in hopes that someone will be able to graft it back in when you mature. I mean, come on, that's really thinking ahead. And when you think about it, it's really, really optimistic. Anyway, let's say about 10 years later, doctors do graft four parts of that frozen ovarian tissue back into your remaining ovary. Now, do you think that ovary could begin growing eggs? And even if it did, could that lead to pregnancy? Would you believe me if I told you that it happened that way? So, technology can actually help you be fruitful and multiply. And because technology is working with something that was awesomely designed, by the way. But this is a true story that I just shared with you. It's not... It's not an imaginary tale that I just dreamed up. And, it, and the young woman is, uh, let's see, in her middle 20s. Not, I don't think she is now, but in her middle 20s, she became pregnant and gave birth to a baby boy, healthy and almost seven pounds. I've read a couple of articles about this event, and um, everyone, 
uh, involved is pretty darn happy about how it turned out. But I've yet to read if anyone else thinks it's an incredible display of God's design. I didn't read that anywhere. I mean, after all, this happened despite the fact that our human gene pool is so diluted and broken now. So, I'll say it, taking parts of that 13-year-old girl's ovary, freezing them, then grafting them back in about 10 years later, and, and they started producing eggs, and the young woman gets pregnant, Now that's design, and not just any design. That's infinitely complex and wonderful design only a loving God could or would do. He created the very information found in each cell of our bodies, and from His Spirit, He poured life into that information. And we humans have come a long way, so far in fact that we can now freeze embryos and body parts and put them back into use years later. Think about that. That's amazing. But it's because you're working with amazing design. You know, even though we cannot create life, we need to be, we should be, in fact, I am grateful to the one true living, loving God who encoded my cells with information. And information that said I'd have blue eyes and blonde hair, well, it used to be. Uh, be a male, have fingers and toes, and information that said my heart would beat on its own and my brain would interpret sensory experiences and my eyes would encode and decode images in nanoseconds. That's all by the design of a living, loving God. No other way could that happen. God's information in our cells and our souls means we not only have life, but we can be aware of our own existence. And since he designed us to be fruitful and multiply, let's pass on that information boldly and with all the love we can muster. And that's where I'm going to end up this Rhyme and Reason podcast. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being there. It means the world to me. And if you uh, have anybody that you'd like to share this with, be sure and do that. Sometimes I say don't, but uh, I'm doing those different ways for a reason. <laughs> I won't tell you what that is right now. But, you know, somebody you think would be interested in this story, share it with them. And share, them why, share with them, excuse me, why I shared it. And I think it would be the reason that most of my listeners would share it with somebody else. Okay. Um, I won't go into all of the places but uh, that you can connect with me, but I will say that uh, you should you should jump on the Rhyme and Reason bandwagon today, and I'll send you some free rhymes and reasons if you haven't already done that. It's a music, it's a music, it's music and a book, and just lots of good faith, hope, and love stuff. And be sure and subscribe to this podcast uh, if you're not already doing that. And if you are are already doing that, boy, I just can't talk this this time. If you are already doing that and you haven't yet left me a review, that would be awesome. People have uh, uh, contacted me in different ways, but I just wanted to let you know that's always a great way to help me spread this a little bit further. iTunes will rank me up a little higher or wherever else you listen to this. But ah, enough self-promotion. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, remember, life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme